Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Cup of Cubby Blue. This is a very special episode. Uh, Sarah is not here right now, but that's not what makes it special. What makes it special is that from the Bat Flips and Nerds podcast, we have a very special guest all the way from across the pond. Um, It's Sean, um, fresh from the Cubs pregame party in – where do they hold it? Well, first of all, welcome to Cup of Cubby Blue slash Sunranto. so wh- where was this party? You're just coming fresh off the party. You're a couple beers into the night. How you doing? How is I'm, I'm really good. Really good, thanks. Um, yeah, fresh off the party, which was um, at a pub called The Horse and Guardsman. Very British, very British. Um, which was just a little bit down from Trafalgar Square in central London. Um, so really good location right next to where the Home Run Derby X will be taking place tomorrow evening. Now, is that a big deal out there? They were trying to make a, a whole thing about the home run derby acts and you have like all these p- players and it seems like like somehow like NFTs are involved or something. I, I don't really know what, what's going on with it, but it, I saw them launch this thing last year. Is this a thing over there? Because it never became a thing here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it is. Um, we actually had an entire event dedicated to it last year. So um, there was no... MLB London last year um, off the back of the pandemic, we actually just had a, a dedicated event for Home Run Derby X, um, Nick Swisher and, and various others. Uh, Gio Soto, former Cub, was was over here repping the Cubs. Um, so, yeah, it kind of is a big deal over here in the UK, actually. 
Yeah, yeah, we didn't understand what was going on. Like, we're like, why is Gio Soto playing again? Like, we were so confused. They're like, what is this? And then they're going to hit home runs in Mexico. We're like, what is happening? Like, it was just, uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys under You guys understand a lot of stuff that Americans don't understand, I think, is really what it comes down to. Um, but uh, so tell me about the Bat Flips and Nerds podcast. That's uh, that's not that dedicated to the Cubs, but more baseball in general. And um, yeah, how'd you get involved with that? Yeah, that's right. So um, it's basically just a bunch of, you know, the baseball enthusiasts here in the UK um, who sort of got together and, and decided to sort of get something going that there really isn't anything or there wasn't anything at all here sort of dedicated to baseball. Um, so John and Tom, um, who are the, the, the founders of, of Batflips and Nerds, um, just sort of pulled together got a podcast going, got a site going, and, and now there's kind of a, a whole community that's really spawned around it. Um, you know, baseball fans of, of, of pretty much every team. Um, I think we now have a correspondent for the majority of MLB teams. Um, I, being the Cubs correspondent, um, people who sort of, you know, write stuff uh, in a dedicated fashion, appear on the podcast and the like. Um, and, 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 yeah, they host events as well. So um, in collaboration with... Uh, MLB Meetups UK and MLB Europe. Um, just, you know, people getting together on a Saturday night to watch ball games. Um, y- you know, it's, it's, it's for the love. It really is. Very cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a growing sport and that, that's, I think, why MLB wants to, to bring it. It was a game earlier in Mexico, very high scoring affair. And uh, with the altitude uh, in the thin air in Last time the, that the game was held in London, also it was an incredibly high-scoring affair. I've heard that they moved the fences slightly back to maybe avoid like a football, an American football-looking <laughs> score uh, in this one. But uh, can you can you tell me a little bit about um, like the history of? Uh, did you go to the previous game in uh, what 2019? I guess it would have been before COVID. That's right. Yeah. So I was at both of them. So um, it, it was kind of the, the curtain raiser, I guess, for, for MLB in London. And, and that's why they chose, you know, I guess the, 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 the biggest, the most famous rivalry in, in the sport, the, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Um, and it was um, an absolute slugfest. Um, the, the game on the Saturday night was played in um, extreme heat for the UK. It was very, very warm uh, by our standards, probably not by yours, but by our standards, it was really warm. Um, and, and you're right that yeah, I mean the the diamond was relatively small. It was it was quite a bit smaller than it's going to be this year. So the, I just re- I just have this recollection of the, the the first couple of innings taking an absolute age. I think I think the first was something like 40 minutes or something, um, <laughs> which obviously is 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 really unusual. Uh, the ball was flying around. I think it was something like six six after the first inning. Um, it didn't. It, it felt quite surreal because obviously we, you know, uh, uh, for a lot of us who, who are sort of diehard baseball fans, we're, we're, we're used to sort of you know relatively low scoring games. To see something like that where the where the ball is just flying, like you, you know, you're sort of watching um, two teams really going for it at like Coors Field or something. It was it was it was slightly bizarre. It was a great spectacle, you know, and obviously it was televised over here. So anyone who was kind of coming to it for the first time would have probably really enjoyed it because it was all the exciting stuff that people love about baseball, you know, thrown into a couple of innings. Well, that's the year of the juiced ball too. 2019. Like you had guys that had hit maybe five home runs in their career that were hitting 20 dongs that year. So it was a very different kind of, 
And so I, I think they extra juiced him for the for London. Like, hey, let's get these Brits into this damn game. Let's go. <laughs> um, well, tell me about London Stadium. What kind of neighborhood is is it located in? Um, what usually happens there, and how do they convert it into a baseball stadium? Yeah, so London Stadium is actually the home of West Ham FC. Um, a Premier League side, um, so for the majority of the year, it's 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 where they play soccer. Um, it, it was originally, however, the Olympic Stadium. So when the London Games took place here in 2020, um, that is where the action happened. Um, if if you saw pretty much anything, that that's exactly where it took place. So it is technically, in terms of dimensions, um, an Olympic Stadium. Uh, it's taken them a- approximately, I believe, 18 days to transform it into a ballpark, um, which is which is a mammoth effort. And, and, and if you can track it down, there's a really good time lapse uh, video on on Twitter of of them doing that work. Um, it, it's quite incredible to watch because uh, the, the the FPL, the Premier League season, sorry, just just finished, a, a, you know, a few weeks ago. So they've literally just had to sort of dig up the turf relay everything uh you know create the diamond from scratch um so it it is really impressive in terms of the neighborhood it's in an area called stratford which is in east london um it's kind of known for having a big shopping mall um but there is sort of a huge park around uh the stadium itself which was which was constructed as part of the um olympic games project um it's a it's a really nice it's a really nice area um not particularly easy to get to um but uh yeah i, I mean in terms of um you know kind of hosting ball games we're, we're really not sure what to expect this year yeah, obviously yeah. if you if you have big bats in your lineup it could be really good the cubs this year maybe not so much uh yeah. with the you know the, the more contact hitters yeah yeah i don't i don't foresee a slug fest like 2019 happening I mean, uh, the Cardinals, unfortunately, still have a couple of guys. Um, we, we've got uh, Christopher Morrell, I think, pretty much, and that's yeah. about <laughs> it right now with uh, Patrick Wisdom on the aisle. So how did you end up becoming a Cubs fan of all the teams you could have chosen? How, why the Cubs? Um, it's kind of a weird story. So um, I, I had sort of a, a fleeting interest in baseball. Um, I I don't sleep so well. And um, back in the sort of early noughties, um, baseball used to be shown on our channel five here. So back when we used to just have five channels, um, they picked up baseball for some reason. Um, Big shout out to Johnny and Josh, two guys who used to host um, our late night baseball show. Um, I I kind of had an interest in it, you know, didn't really have a team. But then in 2009, my my brother actually went to the States. He did a a tour of the States, went to Chicago and um, happened to go to a White Sox game. And um, he kind of came back and told me, you know, he'd been to a White Sox game. He decided he was a White Sox fan. Not really knowing masses about the sport, I decided that I was going to become a Cubs fan, you know, thinking, you know, in terms of kind of Premier League football. OK, so it's a sort of local rivalry, right? Obviously, there isn't a massive rivalry between the the, the Cubs and the Sox. I, I should have probably picked, you know, the Twins or the Tigers or someone. But um, yeah, as it was, I, I picked the Cubs, um, started following the Cubs in 2009 um endured a couple of tough seasons and then you know Theo came in and began the rebuild and um coincidentally I actually started working for a company that was based out in Chicago in 2015 um 
So I, I actually started flying out there quite a lot, about four or five times a year um, between 2015 and 2019. So, um, yeah, I kind of got to see, you know, the Cubs at uh, the, the, one of the best times in franchise history, which was, uh, you know, an absolute honor. The, and, not um, one of the best times, and in, in maybe not in franchise history, but certainly within our lifetimes or anybody, the lifetime of anybody currently living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, a slight understatement, probably. <laughs> yeah, we um, waited a long time for that championship to finally come. Well, that was my next question: was whether you had been to Wrigley Field or not. And so, obviously, the answer is yes. Um, yes, very cool. Yeah. And and now you were just you were at the party recent tonight uh, at the what do you call it the the cock and swain or the something real British the the guardsman <laughs> in the boar or something. <laughs> Let's go with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but you were over there, and Pat Hughes was over there, and I got to ask, what was he wearing? Because it's <laughs> he. I mean, he he, he looks great at describing people's clothing that I've you know. Figure we yeah, he, describe his. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't do it justice because you know Pat Pat is the greatest, isn't he? Um, and and those uniform descriptions he gives on the broadcast are, are just incomparable. Um, I mean, he looked damn good. That's all I'm going to say. Let's face <laughs> it, you know, Pat is a stylish man. He he looked fantastic. Uh, he he certainly didn't look like he'd just flown in. I can say that much. Um, he looked really sharp, and and yeah, it was it was it was really cool actually getting to see you know, him and, and Ron and Zach doing a live broadcast. Um, Tom Ricketts was there. Um, and then a little bit later, Jed showed up with Carter. Um, Clark was there. Jeremiah was there. And, and by the way, Danny, I did, I did say, Hey, to Jeremiah on your behalf. So uh, awesome. he says, Hey, back. He says, Hey, oh, back. very nice. I, I'll, I'll have to shake his hand in person and say, Hey, that was kind of <laughs> cool. How like we connected in a whole different continent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> but uh, so Jed and Carter, I mean, first, in my opinion, every time those guys speak, like it's not really worth listening to because they don't really say anything. It's just like kind of corporate speak and you don't really get any information. So I just kind of tune them out. But and they weren't really there for a press conference, more of a celebration of the sport and stuff like that. But I did hear that people were chanting for for the Cubs to sign Marcus Truman to an extension. Um, so just, we won't let up. I mean, what a fan base. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was pretty much the first thing that came up. So, so, uh, Pat, Ron and Zach did a, a Q and a with, with, uh, with Tom Ricketts, um, during the broadcast and, and yeah, you know, immediately fans were, 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 you know, latching on to the fact that obviously there's been this, this stuff with, with Stroman saying that he's interested in sticking around, um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, you know, there was a, it was, it was a tad awkward because obviously I don't, I don't think, I don't think Ricketts was expecting that necessarily, but, but that's obviously what people are kind of thinking about at the moment. I think, um, you know, from a, from a fan's point of view, that is very much front of mind because it shows goodwill on the part of the Cubs, you know, to, to, to try and win if they're serious about winning, then yeah, I guess extending, you know, one of the best pitchers in baseball right now is, is it should, should theoretically be high up on their priority list. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really fascinating to sort of see him be put on the spot. Um, he, he, you know, he handled it in a, in a, in a fairly diplomatic way and, and, and sort of shrugged it off and, and said, you know, it's kind of up to Jed as you would expect. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it is interesting that, that they're obviously really conscious of this and, and the fact that fans really want Strowman to stick around, uh, beyond next season. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of funny how surprised Ricketts can be at things that we all think are obvious. Um, Because, you know, we booed Marquita his face, too. I don't know if you ever caught that, you know, back in. in And then we didn't have Cubs convention for like three years after that. So we're like, okay, we'll be nice. We'll be nice. It's It's your fault. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It it, it is. And, you know, I'm so sad about it because I was going to I had tickets to come out there in 2020. Had a friend who was living in Dublin at the time. We were going to, you know, take Ryan there, pop over and uh make a look make a big trip out of it and of course everything got shut down um with covid and so this is the first time back so i mean i think there's something to celebrate with that that everybody that some of these systems that need to be in place and all the planning that needs to go on uh that it it can finally happen again that we're kind of back to whatever the hell normal means but um, I, I did want to ask about some of the things that are taking place uh, in uh, Trafalgar Square and around there. You said there's the Derby X, which I guess Giovanni Soto is a part of, and Jason Giambi, you said? Like, who else? He's, he's not actually. So our representative this year is actually Dexter Fowler, which I'm, okay. I'm pretty excited about. Um, you know, obviously hit that huge home run uh lead off game seven um so it's yeah it's, it's cool that that dexter has that connection with the cubs again um so yeah he's he's going to be doing that tomorrow evening and i believe that's being kind of televised um across the world so you guys can probably catch that too um, no, I, i'm not really sure not, not without paying no no we, we have to pay like thousands of dollars to to watch anything yeah. really in the united states <laughs> but we will we will figure out where we can steal it from you know got it got it got it we'll watch it that way but no they they've really kind of done a piss poor job of really telling us what they're gonna be doing at all like it's just kind of coming out in dribs and drabs if you watch the cubs twitter page like you know i i really felt like because when i listened to bat flips and nerds i was like Man, these guys know everything that's going on. Like, no, like I watch this team every day. We have no idea about any of this stuff. Um, and, and there's a a boomstick challenge. Tell me about yeah. it. What the hell is a boomstick? So a, a boomstick is effectively a really large hot dog. Okay. Um, which which you can buy at 
the stadium during the games. Um, and actually, back in 2019, uh, Batflip's co-founders Tom and John actually did the challenge. So they 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 basically went head to head and eat off who can eat this you know huge hot dog fastest. I don't actually recall who won, but um, it's on it's on YouTube somewhere. It's it's quite a spectacle, you know, watching these guys try and try and eat this gigantic hot dog. Uh, but yeah, th- those are for sale in the grand, and I believe they are cheaper than a Cubs beer bat, so that's a bonus. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, I, that's pretty easy to do. I, I don't even even with the exchange rate, it might still be cheaper. The, yeah, the, and I love that, like the way that, like what we're what we are uh, exporting from the United States to England is our love of overeating. Like it's, yes. it's just, we've really been good at that. Like, Hey, let's make everybody obese all over the world. Um, but I, I heard there's going to be Chicago themed dishes around too. I don't know if you've heard anything about this and, Oh, and from St. Louis. I'm like, for God's sakes, what does St. Louis have to even offer except for like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, green jello salad with marshmallows. And carrots. <laughs> like I, is it just the worst food. Um, they, it, it, is there food trucks, food carts going on? Like, what are what are how are they how are they handling that? So I think it's I think it's pretty standard concessions, but yeah, you can basically sort of pick your dish. Um, so I, I don't. I, I think there is there is a hot dog, which is you know there's a Cubs hot dog and a Cardinals hot dog. I assume you know the Cubs one would be sort of the Chicago standard. That I think the the one thing that has really caught my eye, which I'm quite tempted to try, from the Cardinals menu, is a donut burger. <laughs> um, what the hell? Like, I, I, they, yeah, I, I don't know how St. Louis that is, but it's definitely on the menu. So they had one of those in Pittsburgh, actually, and so maybe St. Louis stole the idea. It's that's been going around for a while, but yeah, I was I heard about that uh, on the podcast, and I was like. I'm like, don't I'm like, I wasn't sure if that was for us or them, you know, is, I'm like, it could be us. We're, we're all fat. So like, it's, we love donuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that's, that's one of the Cardinals dishes that, that did catch my eye. So I, yeah, I, I, I will confess that I'll probably stray from the Cubs menu at some point just to have a donut burger, but sure. I feel better knowing that, you know, it's not necessarily a St. Louis specialty. So. Yeah. And, uh, I, I got to ask you, this is a little off, off topic, but we just played the World Baseball Classic and like, you know, a lot of Twitter, it, it can be brutal. And they've just raked Great Britain's uniforms just over the coals. You know, they they, they said that they must have got a junior high kid to design these things <laughs> or like, you know, but it, I, I was just curious uh, because I was like, you know what? This is like a fledgling baseball program. Like, don't knock their uniforms if they don't. I mean, I don't know what kind of money they're playing with, if you know, this stuff. But I, were you guys as mean about them as the United States was or, or were we just being dicks? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think. You know, we we saw the funny side for for sure. It's particularly uh, there was that image going around on Twitter with like a cup of tea, um, you know, in place of the missing tea on the on the on someone's jersey, which which was great. You know, we we definitely saw the funny side. I think you know from our point of view, we uh, were probably just really pleased to have a seat at the table. You know, it was obviously a huge tournament, um, and and to 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 have representation at something like that with you know the best. Some of the some of the best players in the world was 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 fantastic from our perspective, 
um, and to have qualified for it in such you know incredible fashion that 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 extra innings game against Spain back in whenever it was October September 2022 was was just unreal. Um, I think what Drew Spencer and his team have done to sort of transform the program and, and really put British baseball on the map is is really exciting because you know we, we just haven't been in this position before. So yeah, the the the, the jerseys may be slightly behind where our ambition is, but um, yeah, we'll 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 do a better job next time, I'm sure. I I felt like that was really unfair of people. To, I mean, <laughs> it, it was it was it was funny, but I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> that's like showing up at you know, like you've got this spiffy rich kid travel ball team, and you show up to play the poor kids, you know, down you know <laughs> down in in like the rough neighborhood, and and the first thing you do is rip on their their uniforms. I'm like, <laughs> like that's just pretty rude of us, I thought. But no, I I love the idea of world baseball, and and uh, I actually hung out with the the Budapest Reds one time I was out there and it was a minor league guy who fell in love with some girl from Budapest ended up staying and uh, I think that there is the Netherlands has a pretty decent program where Budapest said that they actually go to the Netherlands to play many tournaments because there's a lot of tournaments I know uh, my sister and her husband used to live in um, Antwerp Belgium they had a baseball club that they all uh, uh, were involved with what does it look like as far as playing on the different clubs in and around uh, England in general and London specifically? So, I, I mean, I live in London and um, our kind of, our big team is the London Mets. Uh, so we have a team called the London Mets and, and, and yeah, they, they actually play relatively close to where I live. So I, I do go to watch them from time to time. Um, you know, there are a lot of Americans playing for that team. Um, the standard is really good. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the bottom line is it's a growing sport. There are lots of people getting involved, um, you know, across the UK. Um, it, the sport is getting a lot bigger in Scotland, for instance. Um, you know, there's a growing presence there. I think there is a, a real enthusiasm, um, you know, for baseball. It, it is still very much a minority sport and um, it, it's not as accessible as, as sports like, say, basketball, which is which is huge here in the UK. I think basketball is the the second most played team sport behind soccer here in the UK. Um, you know, it's, it, it has a long way to go, but I, I, I think things like these games that are, that are happening here this weekend, um, the fact that the BBC are, you know, televising them, that kind of thing goes a, goes a long way in sort of, you know, promoting it in people's minds and, and ensuring that, yeah, people, people want to get involved, you know, people, people see it, people, kind of develop an enthusiasm for it and ultimately you know it, it is kind of similar to cricket which is a you know a massive sport over here so I, I think there are a lot of transferable skills I personally play softball um, which you know is, is more fun we drink a lot you know we're not yeah. very good um, it's 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 a lot more relaxed but there are a lot of people who, who are very good who play you know because they have those transferable skills from cricket so I, yeah I think I think yeah it is ultimately a growing sport and um, the, 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 the more things like you know, this London series, uh, the, the, the more likely people are to get involved going forward, hopefully. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's a great for the sport. I would love to have the, un, the world series actually be a series of the world, as opposed to players from around the world that all play on teams in the United <laughs> States, except for the one Canadian team, you know, because, you know, we have, you, there are, I, I don't know if there's any, are any British major leaguers right now, playing in uh, the major leagues, but there certainly are Australians that are playing uh, and uh, obviously the Latin American countries 
quite a few. So I, I would love for it to expand. Um, uh, what what is your kind of a prognosis for this weekend? Like as a Cubs fan, um, yeah, I assume you're going to both games. I'll be there both. Yeah. So what do you expect a full house? Do you expect um, a, a lot of uh, Londoners to show up? People coming even from outside the city to to even out of curiosity to see this game. Um, what what do you expect this weekend? Um. I mean, I, I think, you know, the the bottom line is that unfortunately it's not Yankees-Red Sox um, in terms of kind of, uh, you know, attracting people with a sort of fleeting interest. It's never going to do what that, that series did. I think that today was a real eye-opener. You know, I, I went there and, and met some other UK-based Cubs fans and, and we were really surprised, pleasantly surprised at just how many Cubs fans were in attendance. You know, this pub was 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 sort of I guess the sort of official base for Cubs fans and it was packed man seriously um you know people showed up so there are so many people who have traveled over for these games you know and and I would say I I mean you know you could have probably counted the number of Brits on one hand it was it was it was literally just a, a a very small number of us the majority of people are from the U.S. you know they've come over to see the Cubs play which is which is absolutely fantastic um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that attendance is, is it should be relatively good. Um, I, I, I think, you know, I've seen lots of kind of mixed opinions online, people saying that, you know, tickets are quite expensive when you compare them to the cost of going to Wrigley and sitting in the bleachers, which I did back in April for what, 22 bucks. Um, yeah, it is expensive, but you know, this is kind of potentially a once in a lifetime opportunity, um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that people, people do show out, you know, that there's really good representation for the Cubs based on what I saw today. I think, you know, the signs are good. There are a lot of Cubs fans over here, which is great. Obviously we want to get as much blue and white in the stadium as possible. Um, and, and I mean, what a time for it in a, in a weird way. It's, it's, it's a little bit frustrating because the Cubs have been playing so well recently. I really hope this doesn't, you know, the travel and stuff doesn't affect their flow, um, and that they can keep this hot streak up. Um, obviously the Cardinals are in a bit of a weird place, but, um, as we saw earlier in the season, that series at Wrigley really brought out the best in them. And obviously Wilson Contreras is going to be well up for this. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to expect from the games, but obviously I'm really hoping that the Cubs will sweep, um, and that the bats will be hot. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we've got Steele and Stroman on the mound. So, you know, best case scenario for on the, on the, on the pitching front for sure. Yeah, I worried about the same thing just because we have been winning and something like this. Uh, baseball is is such a momentum sport in a way that, you know, once you get on a roll, whether it be th- that you're hitting it well or, or pitching it well or just even as a team gelling and playing well, that you don't want to change anything you're doing. Just keep on keeping on. And uh, instead, they flew seven hours across the <laughs> sea. And uh, so um, ho- hopefully and then they got to fly back and, and face the Phillies who have been a little bit better recently. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry, you're right, it's not a a Red Sox-Yankees one. I don't know if people really understand that there is a rivalry between these two teams. They might think it would be more between the Cubs and the White Sox, which that's more inner-city bragging rights sort of rivalry as opposed to it being about, because they're not in our division, of course. So it really just is about the Cardinals' success and the Cubs' um yearly failures that have made uh, the rivalry what it is today because even bad cubs teams would play good cardinals teams hard 
like it was the World Series because it was the World Series for us so many of those years. So um, it's very cool. I mean, I know there's a lot of Cub fans that are holding tickets that they can't use. Um, so if you have friends and tell your friends, Sean, that if they want to go to this game and not pay, just go on Twitter and ask if anybody has Cubs tickets to this thing. They might be, you know, here's here's let me send you 20 bucks or on PayPal or something <laughs> like that. And the ticket could be yours because I saw a lot of people trying to get rid of them. And um, I, I think people thought it was maybe a hotter ticket than it is actually. And when it's 13, 1400 bucks to get on a plane and come over there, which by the way, that's double what I paid in 2020. So yeah, yeah. if you want to look at inflation, like I think I paid 700 for my ticket that got refunded and you know, it was not the same this time. So unfortunately I wasn't able to make the trip for a few reasons, but um, Sean, I really hope to come out there sometime and hang out with you. And in the meantime, like you got to come out here and we'll hang out. I live a mile North of Wrigley field. So you'll know where to find me whenever your business sends you back over here or, or life uh, brings you over here. Um, I'd love to, we, <laughs> we record sun, sun Ranto on Sunday nights, um, our time, which is probably, I think it's in the middle of the night for you, but I would love to find a time if you're going on Sunday to the game, if maybe we could catch up with you sometime after that, I don't know, maybe we'll talk off air, but I know people would love to get your perspective about how uh, it all went off this weekend. And um, I hope you have a great time. Uh, enjoy your, I, I know you'll have better, you won't be serving Budweiser in there. You'll have better <laughs> beers. You'll have Boddington's or something of this sort. Um, something, something better. Um, Newcastle, if you will, coming yeah, out your Maybe, dad. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Old style would be good, eh? Yeah, we'll have to get that over. There. I'll bring you some next time. I don't know if I, I could at least bring you a pack on my uh, on my uh, in a carry on or something like that. But uh, really appreciate you uh, having this conversation with us. And if there is anything you want to plug before uh, we sign off here, no, I, th I think it would just be great, um, you know, to get more eyes on batflipsandnerds.com. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a really great site. Lots of really dedicated and, 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 you know, surprisingly perhaps knowledgeable British baseball fans put a lot of time and, and hard work and effort into to the site. Um, I've actually just done a really great series um, getting to know UK based Cubs fans, just interviews with them. So please do. Yeah. If you've got time, check them out. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good content on there and do listen to the podcast as well. There's a really good uh, London series preview pod that's just gone up in the last couple of days, which I think you mentioned you you, you personally had listened to um, some real good insights into into what's coming up uh, from John and some of the other guys on there. Yeah, that's where I found out about the donut burger. Me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's on that show. Yeah, it, it definitely there's lots of great stuff to do. I mean, London is just a world class city, uh, one of the great cities in the world. And uh, hopefully uh, if you if you're listening to this now and you're over there, um, hopefully you'll take advantage of all the wonderful things, whether it be the, you know, the West End Theater District or which I've, I've spent some time in or uh, Michael Cotton, uh, my co-host on the uh, Sun Ranto show, uh, said the cricket grounds, the, the, some cricket grounds that he visited was very cool to go check that out. And uh, there's just so much that you'll never even do it in a week. You know, it's like no, visiting no. New York or Chicago or any giant big city. Uh, yeah, just a lot to do. Well, um, well, thank you so much for coming on, Sean, and, uh, and uh, definitely we'll catch up afterwards. We'll be in touch about all that, but um, have a great time at the ballgame and get us some W's, will you? Thanks, man. It's been a real pleasure, and uh, yeah, go Cubs. We've got this. <laughs>